What are we talking about today? This um, we we're gonna do tomorrow's yeah. world. We're talking about so today. Yeah. Yeah. So predictions for the future, basically. Yeah. Why don't we start with tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, tomorrow's world. It's like, so I think I'm going to get up about 8 o'clock. <laughs> I have a dentist appointment, so I might have to come in late to work. <clears throat> yeah, no, I know. I, I think maybe we should um, go a little bit further than tomorrow. Here's, a, here's one question that's a bit weird okay. that I've thought of. But do you, at what rate do you think the predictability of the future drop? Like, I, if I was going to plot the predictability of the future versus yep. time. Yeah. Do you think it would be mm. linear? Or do you... No, I definitely don't think it would be linear. I think it would become far less It would be exponential. Mm. It's like those films you see, like sci-fi films, and they are like set in 2001. Like 2001, A Space Odyssey. Classic. Mm. Um, so I'm imagining like a lot of the stuff we're making now is completely irrelevant. There's a famous um, Bill Gates quote about yep. that, isn't there? I'm going to um, look it up now. Something about... <laughs> I don't know. I'm just finding lots of predictions that Bill Gates has made. Five years... Uh, keep talking. Okay. <laughs> I can't find it. I'm obviously really bad at, um, at Googling. Uh, so he says something like, "Oh, you, we always overestimate what's going to happen in like twenty years' time, and underestimate what is going to happen in five yeah. years." Uh, yeah, I think that's probably nice. fair, isn't it? Because we always think we're going to have flying cars and we're going to live on the moon in like thirty, forty years or something, but then we have no idea that something like the smartphone's coming along, or YouTube, or something like that. So, okay, mm. do we, uh, I've got a couple of ideas, do you want, should I start with one and then you can hit me back? <laughs> yeah, I okay, think okay. people will yeah. own much less things. I think that with the advent of things like Uber and bike sharing, transport basically, you get to this point where it's almost pointless owning a car, but I think it could possibly go much, much further. There are so many weird um, hire companies now. So you can do like a subscription where they'll send you a new fancy watch every month or something. Um, or clothes, like fashion, hiring, renting clothes. Or like wardrobe subscriptions. Mm. So they'll send you new clothes every month. Uh, I don't know if you have to return them or not. I think mm, I might be getting confused. But you see what I mean. I think I think you will have far less need to like own things. Um <coughs> In many, many respects, I think that renting rather than buying houses will become more prevalent. And I think part of that is just having better infrastructure. Like, it is possible now for us to coordinate something like Uber centrally um, much easier. But I also think that people, uh, they just want to get out and do stuff. They want to, like, live in Japan for a few years and then go in the UK and then do this and then do that, you know. Like, I don't think people uh, want to be tied down to payments on a car uh, as much as they used to be. What about shared housing? I mean, that doesn't really kind of rent. I guess that's just like... 
Yeah, I think well, I think shared housing is a thing that's more probably more happening because people are poor and mm. they can't afford the houses. So you know that's obviously another factor. But I'm thinking specifically that it will get even easier. Like right now, it's it's so stupid because you rent a house and you have to get into like a 12 month contract. Yeah, that's which to I me mean. is just insane. It's just so insane. Why wouldn't you be? Like yeah, because or even less. it's not. It's designed to protect the actual tenants. It's not designed, you know. It's not the. It's not that. It's the way you think necessarily that it's good for. Because I guess historically, people would get kicked out, and it's like people. Yeah. Because it's their home in some sense, you know. It's like being kicked yes. out of your home is very unpleasant. <laughs> so. Yeah, and the land and protect the landlords, right? Because it's. Uh, pain in the ass to constantly be finding new tenants yeah but i just wonder how much it was for that rather than the other way i just i don't know maybe it's just both but i I can imagine a large part of it was actually to stop like short-term contracts so that people would have like because it's one of the key things about people's lives obviously it's like where they live so they want it to be secure Well, I obviously think, so that's, again, I feel it's based on this whole model of buying loads of furniture and um, having all this stuff. It's like, why would I own a bed? Why would I own a sofa? Like, surely I'd rent all those things. I'd just rent at one place and then I'd have everything that I need. Or I'd move around. I I just don't, I can't imagine in the future people buying, like, most people buying sofas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I can see... The share economy <laughs> is uh, growing, isn't it, I guess? so. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's happening with media, right? So, like, nobody own, nobody buys CDs anymore. No one buys albums anymore. You just subscribe. Um, nobody buys, like, Netflix. Nobody buys films. So, mm-hmm. you don't, all these collections, Kindle, Lending Library, um... But it's phys- it seems to be happening in the physical and the digital world. What so, about yeah. what about transport? Yeah, transport is like the big one, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> zip, even things like Zipcar, you can just rent a car for like three hours. You walk up to it with an app on your phone and you unlock it with your phone. And then you just you have a car. Mm-hmm. You can rent vans. Like, when I moved house, I just rented a zip car for two hours. And um, it wasn't even that hard. So I can only imagine that kind of of like, really impromptu stuff. As in, yeah, like, there's zero commitment, basically. Yeah. But, you know, also, people buy cars on finance, right? And then they have this deal where, right now, people are doing it where you have it for two years, and then um, you get to decide whether you want to keep it at the end. I mean, I think the the way that higher bikes and scooters are working right now where you can walk out into the street and then just find the nearest bike and jump on it and go. Mm. Like, I think cars could be... If if cars are going to exist in a way that people drive them, which I think is also quite unlikely, um, at least in, like, major cities, then I don't see why you couldn't pick one up like you pick up a scooter or something. Um, Yeah, because, like, maintaining a car is a pain... And if you do all this stuff at scale, like if you have a fleet of cars that you maintain, that's like more less hassle for everyone. Mm. I'm not making a value judgment as to whether this is better or not. It's obviously more convenient, which has pros and cons, I imagine. 
Um, you know, like these scooter things, these scooter startups that are exploding in America, and I don't think we've really seen them in the UK. Um, or at least I haven't. Uh, you know, people will get paid to like drive around, pick them up, put them in their car, and then take them back to their house and charge them. So you've got this, like, all this gig economy, sharing economy stuff going on where people have to, like, maintain this infrastructure. And um, so there's obviously loads of issues with it. But fundamentally, it's like, it is annoying to own a car. And I know some people are going to sit here and be like, well, it's actually really fun to own a car, and I like owning it. I like cleaning it, maintaining it, taking it for an MOT upgrading it like, I like I taking know. my car for an hour <laughs> it's part of the experience <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, I don't know someone someone will and and the other thing about this stuff is it's all sta- it's all also tied to status right so houses cars watches clothes it's all tied to status so I think there's always going to be a market for being like I own a Tesla or I own like my house is super swank um but i just think a lot of people were you know it's so people the other thing as well is that people want new and better all the time so i think a lot of the stuff that happens with these subscription models like you can buy an iphone on a subscription now so basically you pay and then like every one year every two years they give you the latest one and take the old one off you so i don't know i just think um there's so many advantages to doing things at scale that um, I I just don't see why you don't anything. Because like right now, so yesterday, Google announced their new gaming platform. Uh, did you hear about this at all? Probably no, not. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really. <laughs> Didn't everyone hear? <laughs> it's probably not in Yoga Daily or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever <laughs> blog you're uh, subscribed I get to. all my news from like some really obscure guru. Yorgan <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Andra didn't mention this at all. Um, Man United then Duff scored. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, so, you know, this is not really a surprise because everyone knew this was coming, but they're going the way of um, everything else, which is. They're, you know, they've, they've built they've built a game streaming platform that's coming out this summer. Uh, so you can use like a thin client, which means like you don't need a box under your TV with a big GPU in it, or you don't need an expensive gaming PC. All their computation is done on their data centers, and like mm-hmm. so they can do because they're doing it at such incredible scale, and like this is what they do. Um, you're basically getting an enormous amount of power and um, you don't need to download the game you don't need to download updates um, you don't need to manage anything you don't need to like mm-hmm. delete old games to manage storage space um, mm-hmm. you know all this stuff it is completely dependent on having a stable internet connection and that is like the biggest issue right now but like clearly that is the future right like yeah, yeah. why would I why would I have this like I've got this PlayStation 4 sitting next to me now. But, like, all it's doing is doing more computation than my MacBook can handle. So, like, if my MacBook can literally run all the latest games in a Chrome browser window, it's like, why have I got this PlayStation? I don't understand. 
So yeah, I think digital and physical goods will ownership is going to decrease. I think people will still want fancy stuff to show off to their friends about. But even that, maybe you could just pay a more expensive subscription. What about it's such? Like, mm, sorry, yeah, go on, yeah, go on. I agree. I agree. No, I, I was just thinking, is, is there going to be social change as well? Obviously, there will be, but... In the future? Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you think? No, I think everything will be exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess because we, when we like pitched this idea, I have just almost all my stuff is about uh, technology. Because <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, I, I guess that's what I'm interested in, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, no. Yeah. I think... Uh, we might become kind of really hyper-aware of um, our faults in terms of decision-making. Okay, what do you mean? Well, like, there's stuff, you know, about how if you give a human decision, it has, like, statistically poor... Uh, we have some statistically poor, like, kind of responses that we just make because it's of like basically psychology that mm. human psychology we just make like we have loss aversion but to a bigger degree than it actually makes sense to yeah and stuff like that so i wonder yeah. if if there's more like for instance we might can't get to the kind of level where we're like we understand that um the way we even have a discussion is actually retarded and we you know that we're so biased by certain things that we need to like somehow mediate it yeah you mean you have some like ai that's listening to you, listening to this podcast as we talk and being like you're displaying this bias yeah or yeah like correct your behavior because yeah. what what if say we wanted to like live for a really long time and what's the problem yeah. but but you know one of the things is actually the risks is political <clears throat> or like just behavioral based risk you know as opposed to actually like the i'm talking about obviously there's two kinds of well it depends how you want to look at it, but threats which is external and then just human made and uh, the human-made problem is obviously a psych- kind of like kind of like a psychological problem in some sense. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. Uh, maybe we'll get to the stage where we're just like, look, you don't really actually. There's no reason for you to hate this person. Really, mm. like. <laughs> you or like here is there is a reason, but like here's the reason because of this thing that happened in your past and like you've read these articles and you hang out with these people yeah and it's like why why yeah it's just a natural thing potentially that you can just remove or like that you could you just highlight it and then yeah then it makes more sense it's like grammarly for your thoughts yeah being a bit racist there but you know like as in say it's important because when you collaborate with people like it, it could affect po- could affect politics in some sense where you're just like is what we're doing productive 
in mm. or is there just a more productive way and we're kind of like sabotaging ourselves basically because of our stupidness <laughs> well not stupidness just like biology in some well, yeah yeah Yes, that's interesting. I do think that um, like the other thing I was going to say, actually, it sort of maybe leads into this, is that I think people are just going to like absolutely start trusting algorithms to make decisions for them. So I think that like, how are you going to control for these biological like foibles or whatever? Uh, I guess maybe there's different ways of doing it, but yeah, having something that's like monitoring you basically and identifying patterns that aren't helpful. Hmm. Maybe identifying destructive patterns. But let's just say that's like actually useful. I think it will just go much further. Like the obvious thing is medicine, right? Because if you just give this algorithm as a data about you, like you give it your DNA sample and I don't know, a bunch of other stuff and it just comes out, it's like you should not eat these and you should stop eating at least four hours before you go to sleep because you have this thing mm. and blah 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 I don't know and you know like everyone's short on time and the AI is just going to be mostly right so you're going to get to a point where you don't even question this kind of stuff Yeah, I it think just tells you tells you what to do and you're like yeah you're probably right I'll just do what you tell me to do <laughs> you know what I mean so <laughs> it's the same thing in terms of like you know if there's something that's been flagged up that says you know you're thought pattern is being is unproductive for this reason you'll be like yeah you've been right so far so I'll just <laughs> I do what I'm told <laughs> you do the same thing with human beings right you go to the doctor and he's like you should take this and you're like okay I mean you've studied for like eight years and uh, I'm not going to sit down and like understand how my like condition works so I'm just going to do what you tell me to do this is true but with a certain level of cynicism I think it's uh, alright yeah but you know I don't know how far this is going to go because right like right now everyone lo- loves the idea of personalization right they're like Netflix is supposed to tell you what you want to watch next and uh, Amazon is supposed to recommend you the next book you're supposed to like use one of these platforms to create a personalized holiday itinerary based on what you're interested in and right now, all of this stuff is p- mostly pretty shit. There's a few exceptions, like, I'd say, from what I've seen of Netflix, it seems quite good. And Spotify, Discover Weekly, apparently is quite good. Um, but for the most part, like, they're obviously not, not great. Um, but I don't know why they wouldn't get good. At which point, like, maybe it is just a case of, like, where should I go on holiday? And it's like, you should go to Kerala in India because you like beaches and it's nice weather right now and it's got a low risk of I don't know rain or something and then you're like okay fine (laughs) 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 it's probably going to be good so I'll just do what I'm told Mm. what about um, you should date this person (laughs) (laughs) seriously I think like you've already got stuff like OKCupid, which asks you a bunch of questions and then gives you a percentage match, and you can rank the people that you want to like potentially contact by the percentage match that they have based on all the questions that you've answered. And it's not very complicated. I mean, they're literally just getting you to answer the same questions, and then um, 
trying to get people who have give the same answer that, uh, more than other people. But um, you can get to the point where you're like, well, you know, there's lots of potential single people out there, and this algorithm is telling me that I should <laughs> go on a date with this person, and it's usually right. So let's just do it. What do you? What's your theory? What's your feelings about that? Right. So I'm saying it like it's a really negative thing, and I actually don't know. It's like, do you trust the algorithms? It's because you don't understand basically why it's suggesting the thing to you. Really, you could you could figure it out potentially, but if it's complicated enough, you probably couldn't figure it out. So, um, you know, like a lot of this stuff is a black box. So you give it a bunch of data, and then it spits out some recommendations. And sometimes even the people who build these things aren't entirely clear why it's decided to recommend you certain things. Yeah, um, but it's just the thing. In my experience, the thing is, it's not like it's impossible to do. It's just that it's uh, you know like a series of iterative processes that you could actually just do it by hand. As in, you know, you could get some data and then just kind of literally, I don't know, on a just with pen and paper, but it would just take so long, you know. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing magical happening. No, I guess the only way it could be like magical is if the amount of data that it's processing and the way it's processing it is so intense that you could still potentially backwards engineer it, but it's just like unfathomable. Yeah, it's just so much. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. Yeah, it's like with a medicine, it's like I've scanned every journal article in the entire world and all of these random like huge sets of data and you know you just like if you sat there and untangled the web mm. of everything it would take you like a year or something you know when you when we make a decision we're doing so on the basis of the most retarded amount of information yeah <laughs> yeah well that's why people would trust these algorithms right because they'll be better yeah, supposedly. When when they get that much information. Yeah. I think there's... I don't know the, the actual stats, but there's almost definitely much more information in our brain than there is on the internet as a whole or something, you know? Yeah, I can believe that. Yeah. I don't know, but sounds feasible. I think there's there's like some, you know, hundreds of billions of neurons or some shit, so... Mm. Um, yeah, I think we're... Uh, all right for a while yeah it's the date it's like the flow of data basically that would have to be solved because right now it's going on such like incomplete information so even if the algorithm was really good it doesn't actually know that much about me yeah um you know it knows where i go it knows what i text people but um you know it's like so what yeah there's I don't know. I don't know, yeah, that that kind of thing. But I but I, I just I'm not even saying this is bad, it could actually be an absolute utopia. I'm guessing it'll be good and bad, but I imagine you will be like recommended a career based on a bunch of stuff. And you know, it could be a combination of your particular personality and what you're good at. It's be what you like, what you're good at, what the world needs, what's available where you live. And it just spits out three options, you know. 
And right now, I'm sure someone has already built that, but it probably sucks. But I imagine that it won't. I don't see why it would not suck at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's another thing I thought. What about, so basically people are going to use data in a different, <clears throat> there's just going to be so much more things where people use data for it, because data capture yeah. is going to be really epic. I think maybe major life decisions and many more minor life decisions you'll make based on recommendation from an algorithm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it, you know, I think it will be, I'll buy this car, I'll go on this holiday, I will consider this career, I'll uh, do this exercise regime, I will eat these kinds of foods, I will date this person. <laughs> Isn't it? It sounds quite depressing, it sounds quite depressing. Yeah, I know, I can't really tell you why. Uh, it, it's because it, there's like, no life in it, it's it's soulless. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but like if you go to the doctor and he tells you what to do, it's like, where's the life in that, I guess? Yeah, but that's not the same as it being like, this is the job you should do. You should be yeah. this person. <laughs> you should marry this girl. <laughs> she is a 99% match. <laughs> yeah, it's funny how we're so uncomfortable with that. Like, we have to, like, figure it out ourselves. You can't just have the answer. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I guess the big question as well is who owns the algorithm? So, <laughs> Megacorp. <laughs> <laughs> Megacorp. Dating assignment bot. <laughs> Warning, you are dating a <laughs> unsuitable mate. <laughs> but you always set me up with these people I hate. <laughs> <laughs> we must enhance the gene pool. <laughs> 100% match. 100 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're lucky in that, like, most humans do retarded things even though they know they're stupid. So, obviously, like, you don't need a super advanced algorithm to tell people to stop smoking. Uh, but <laughs> most people in shitty relationships don't need a super advanced algorithm to tell them <laughs> to date someone else um, but yeah I think so what are the potential downsides maybe Megacorp um, <laughs> you also hear about these you know your stories about where the whole stock market crashes because there was some weird like tick that the algorithms had and they make all these little decisions and then it cascades so like something will happen where one of them starts shorting something and then all the other uh, like bots will behave in another way but they're all making decisions in like fractions of a second <coughs> so it's just some like some guy actually got sent to jail because he kind of made it do it oh yeah thing is what? I just think why, why the fuck is that a jet? why do you go to prison because it's is he just being clever you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what if you're, what like, if you're using your intelligence to do bad things? Shouldn't you go to prison? If you're doing what? If you're using your intelligence to do bad things. What do you mean? What do you mean by bad? Because basically, everyone is like, if you're allowed to trade, 
you basically either uh, bet on, on good or bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he was just tra- you were saying what he was doing wasn't legal. He was just trading in a really smart way. Yeah, that's he. Uh, did he even think it was illegal? He basically just understood how these things worked and was like, "Yeah, they're not really based on reality. So if you can just make it do this, then they'll just all go nuts." Yeah, and then that's what they did, and he predicted it, so he just made shitloads of money. Yeah, but I don't see how that's does not doesn't seem much different to like. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, like, it's being it's, smart. It's, 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 I don't, it's not like. Yeah, I don't know. It's a bit weird, to me. Yeah, I don't know the story. Hard to comment. Um, it was just some kid, you know. <laughs> so, it was a bit weird. I was like, it's not that bad. Like, well, yeah. So if you exploit some issue, if you exploit some technical issue to then steal, like that would be different, right? <sighs> Like if you're like, yeah, oh, the know. bank, there's this bank, this bank does this transaction, like does an account transfer, and if I do something weird, I can add like three zeros to the end of it. Yeah, but that's a bit, that's not, because that. it, it's like a market, it's not like one thing, is it? But I mean... Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I don't really know, I'm not really saying anything that interesting, I'm just saying yeah, that, like... Because yeah. the whole thing is, I think, well, I get the impression is that you try and like... Obviously, sometimes understand patterns, you know, in the way trading yeah. works. And he just yeah. understood the pattern and was like, "Okay, so all right, I'll do this." <laughs> but don't people don't people get arrested for trying to affect the behavior of other people in the market? Like, if you well, this is not is this a similar thing? Uh, if you if you release like a story about a company that mm. makes them look really shit, but it's not true. So you just lie, then um, and then you profit off of that by playing the stock market. You don't just get arrested for libel or whatever. You can get arrested for like abusing the stock market. I don't know. Hmm. You know what I, I mean? Know. I don't know. Yeah. I think if there's something, I think if you manip- if you're manipulating the market based on false information, there's something illegal mm. about that. Okay. Yeah. Like it's like fraud. You're also not allowed to trade with information that's before it goes public sometimes if you work in a company. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You can't just be like, you're about to release results where you just say the company's about to go bankrupt and then just sell <laughs> yeah. all your shares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, maybe, maybe like what he was doing fit into one of those models somewhere. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what if there's a system that's like recommending what people do and everyone's just doing what it says and then it does something weird and everyone just does what it says and nobody really takes the time to understand why it's doing that and then before you know it, boom. <laughs> everyone's in a horrible relationship. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only <laughs> negative outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But, you know, if people... I think... You like chocolate ice cream? I like. I really like strawberry. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> never meant to be. Yeah. We're so unalike. <laughs> You'll also get um like people any any re- any algorithm people will try and game right. So if you've got like 
some kind of matching algorithm, then someone's going to try and play the game. Mm. Like there was that guy, there was a good episode of some Tim Ferriss podcast, uh, like new TV show maybe? I don't know what he's doing. Mm. But he like, this guy was like hacking Tinder and um, he like literally, I can't remember, it may not have been Tinder, it's like some dating site. And he just put up all these pictures of himself and then he would like quantify how many of them r- resulted in a right swipe. So then he like, knew which ones were really high performing so he got rid of all the low performing ones he was basically a b he's multi-variant testing mm-hmm. his dating profile yeah so you know someone's gonna drug companies so if you're a drug company and there's algorithms that suggest medicine to people 100 percent, you're going to be trying to game that system maybe yeah, google or ibm or whatever will let you like pay a little bit more money <laughs> if there's two uh, if there's two like insulin medica- medications maybe maybe the one who pays pays the the company more the premium fee the premium <laughs> yeah it's just uh, it's a cost per click or whatever but with recommendations anyway maybe we've gone as far as we can go with that one mm. but um, I s- you know whatever <coughs> we all trust recommendations from people and machines like i re- i just get the cheapest flight the sky scanner tells me to get you know because i just assume there's no point me doing loads of research i just know that sky scanner's right um I, but i think flights are flights are one thing the other stuff is something else but as we collect we let it collect more data about the world and ourselves like we're going to get recommended more and more things but right now, most of it's complete shit. Especially things that relate to personalization. Like, as in... <clears throat> things where you're like, what is the cheapest or best thing for everyone tend to go quite well. And I find that things that are like, what's the best thing for me? Mm. Like, I've not seen many really impressive demonstrations of that. I think we all just assume it's a... Um, it's an inevitability. Yeah, I guess it depends what thing it's trying to predict for you, but... Yeah. I don't know. Which podcast to listen to? What what clothes do you think will be popular in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Just like a kind of felt hat or something. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Because you think it would be like really technologically advanced, you know what I mean? Like it would be super thin and warm and <laughs> also waterproof. But it won't. It would just be like weird retro shit. There'll be like something. I think it'll you get know, weird. Like, it'll get older and older. What they wear in Morocco with the <laughs> <laughs> kind of fez hat thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we'll just like retro. Will they'll be pushing for more and more retro, retro? <laughs> so then, like in <laughs> in the year twenty one hundred, people will be wearing like Elizabethan stuff. <laughs> so retro. <laughs> I really like your tunic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, it's peasant clothing. Maybe will be really cool. <laughs> they'll be like Dolce and Gabbana, and they'll they'll. Get like soiled, soiled pants. 
peasant trousers. They'll be like eight hundred, eight, one thousand eight hundred $1,800. Our children are just spending so much money on total shit. <laughs> it's literally some rags. <laughs> yeah. And then there'll be like the really hyper advanced stuff that only like some people use. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What clothing? Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I think active. Just like I think maybe people are going to go a bit more chill on the whole um, suits, but I'm not sure on that. Mm. And it's just everyone then will just wear like really. Yeah, like kind of like what you'd wear outdoorsy gear. I don't know. I'm into that. But I feel like even though that is true, like people are much more relaxed on suits now, but they always just buy like Nike trainers for £150, you know? Mm. So it's like, it's relaxed in some respects, but it's also just as retarded. (laughs) 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 It's like a new retardation. Uh, yeah. yeah, but there seems to be like the fit, the trend now are like you know like young people before. Mm. I don't know. This is this might be completely wrong. But say you lived in the seventies and you want to be like Mick Jagger or whatever, and it's mm. just like the role model is some guy who takes loads of drugs and like shags loads of women or whatever. Mm. And now it's like I want to be a beast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like <laughs> completely unrealistic size. <laughs> I want to be uncomfortably strong. (laughs) (laughs) It's very different though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, agreed, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, and I think like people are going to get more crazy with that as well, aren't they? Like, there's going to be some crazy supplements. And um, so, yeah, I think everyone's going to be yoked. Yeah, I just wonder (laughs) how... I reckon they'll just find out in the end that basically... The thing that makes you most healthy is just like moving around or something, and yeah, all this shit just does absolutely. It's the total zero point zero zero one percent that you're, and you you could just do so much more by living somewhere where there's good air or something. Yeah, and just and walking, like walking and having about. friends. Yeah. Do 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 do. Breaking news. <laughs> It's all a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> the answer was there all along. <laughs> Friends, a good night's sleep. <laughs> the new unrealistic expectations of the health and fitness industry. <laughs> Face-to-face conversations. <laughs> How am I meant to fit that into my schedule? <laughs> Relaxing. I already do an anal cleanse every five days. So. <laughs> I already stimulate my entire body with electrodes. <laughs> How am I supposed to make time for a short, brisk walk? In the fresh air. <laughs> this is totally unrealistic. <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah. It's almost bizarre how much pleasure I derive from just walking. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It is strange, isn't it? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's cool. We went quite uh, for quite a long time there without getting into the um, <laughs> the yogic journey. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's just not go there. It's fine. Yeah, let's just leave it there. But I I agree with that. <laughs> I endorse. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe education? we should start. We should start some kind of fitness program, maybe, which is just like walking outside. Yeah, like a YouTube video. We're like, now get a chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> maybe take your shoes off and just sit down and look out the window. <laughs> this is kind of not. Call really your bad. best friend. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> get out there and do it <laughs> yeah go on what are you going to say uh, no I just I always take my shoes off at lectures so mm, socks as well no not socks as well yeah. it's, it's such a faux pas it's annoying actually because um, I, I take my shoes off at work I just mm. walk around in my socks which I think is fine um, I've dabbled with no socks and the rea- <laughs> <some> reactions <laughs> <laughs> the reaction is uh it's been negative. <laughs> it's so good. I don't understand. Like why can't from we all from you. Uh you know, multiple people, multiple people. I think someone okay. literally said you're going too far. <laughs> like your, uh, your hippie bullshit has gone too far. I think people are grossed out by feet. I mean... I don't know I why. Don't, it's I mean, not that weird yeah, body part. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying I want to, like, touch people's feet or whatever, but I don't care. They're just feet. Like Feet, to me, are just... They're like hands. They're hands. like hands. Yeah. yeah, they're just hands. They're slightly worse than hands. Slightly yeah, okay. Because they smell yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I mean, I get it. But I don't know. I don't know why it's, like... I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that uh, I'm pro barefoot in the office. Um, yeah, education, though. Uh, what do I think is going to happen with education? Uh, maybe like Matrix thing, where they just download it straight into your brain? <laughs> that's that's like a thousand years in the future type star, maybe. Or what about um, Elon Musk and Neuralink and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> he started a company, you know? Neuralink. Mm-hmm. Nice. To uh, to give us the matrix holes in the back of our head. Is that the plan? Is that the, what's the actual mission statement? Or That's was literally the mission statement. Matrix holes for everyone. <laughs> so headphone jack. We're bringing back the headphone jack into your head. I actually don't want it. I actually don't want it. Just gonna throw it out there. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to give us a um? On. Give us why. What? Why I don't want it? Yeah. Why do you not want it? I think this is just the same philosophical thing of like, would you take a drug to be if you if you could be happy or you could just not? You know, I mean, if it was dependent on you just taking some drug, would you do it? Right. So it's the dependence that you. I think it's there's something weird. It's something about the realness. For some reason, it's like. Mm more appealing than you know to me anyway yeah I don't so know. um I'm, I think it will be funny when you have software updates for your brain 
There's a there's a story about some Nike shoes. They did some like smart shoe bullshit. That mm. um, and then there was a bug on the Android app, so none of the features worked with the update to the Android app. So people were like, "My shoes are broken." <laughs> <laughs> Because I updated my app and there's a bug and I can't, and now I can't use my shoes, like self-lacing shoes or whatever the fuck they were doing. <laughs> I mean, I'm not that far away. I tried to read a book on my Kindle the other day and it was literally like, I can't, it, my book is updating. I can't read my book. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it's interesting. Um, yeah, no, so one thing actually, you just say about social stuff, right? And this is relevant to education and the whole Neuralink, mm. healthcare, personalized medicine, sharing economy. Like, I don't know. I think there could be even more inequality because if you literally have a supercomputer plugged directly into your brain, then, uh, like, isn't that going to give you an advantage over someone else? Yeah, I think it would. Now, you could argue, like, okay, but phones have now got... Like, over the 10 years that we've had smartphones, they've got to the point where you can pick up a smartphone that's basically fine for, like, Mm. 150, 200 pounds. Like, three... Was it three out of four or four out of five Americans have smartphones now? So, Mm. like, yeah, not everyone is on the same playing field. I'm not saying that, but it's way, way, way more balanced. So, maybe something like this would also come down. But, um... You know, I think you could be much healthier, you could live for a much longer time, and um, you could be more intelligent, less fatigued, um, all this good stuff, and uh, I'm guessing the more you pay, the more you get. Yeah, I think I've heard, this is not really, but there's going to definitely be a global redistribution of... I mean, sorry, the balance of power is going to change in our lifetime, probably. Yeah. From uh, America to China and maybe India. Which would be quite an interesting process, I think. Possibly really not fun. Say that again. As I was saying, the bat. The balance of power might is going to change. Mm. From you mean global, like globally. Yeah, like because <laughs> in um, I remember when we did A level history, our guy would always say the bop. What's the bop? The balance of power, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And we just always used to just go mm, bop. Mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's pretty key the balance of power. Like, <laughs> yeah, because when it's unbalanced, that's uh, that's is not enjoyable. I don't think. So the other thing as well, I'd say is, um, like people like Bezos are so rich. Mm. Um, so it's not really about mega corp. I think it's about mega person, maybe. You got people like um. Bezos and Musk and um, you know uh, Zuckerberg mm. and I mean I guess you had your Henry Fords and you had your well yeah actually that's a good point I guess you had your um, your emperors you had your um, 
Who's the Mongol guy? Genghis. Genghis, you had Genghis your Genghis Khan's. But uh, there is this theory, I think, about... Like, all this stuff, like, automation just means you don't need that many people. So if you're running Uber, yeah, you need all these drivers, but, like, you can just employ them temporarily and all of the server... You basically need to control the data center, to control the servers, and you reap all of the money. So Amazon is a good example as well because they actually don't sell that much stuff. They usually just connect people stores to sellers, with yeah. to sellers. And we obviously do all the infrastructure and they do all the um delivery and fulfillment and all that kind of stuff. But you know, fundamentally it's like they're just a server that connects people who want things with people who have things. Um and just you know the middleman. They're the middleman and um they control the flow of information and there was a good thing you know WhatsApp got bought by Facebook a couple of well a long time ago Um, but they were just saying there was some comparison I read that was comparing how much um, I think it was Kodak was worth and how many people they employed and then they were talking about WhatsApp and it's like I think they had like 30 people you know what I mean it was like nothing and there was one I think one of the biggest acquisitions of all time? Yeah. Now, I know people like Google and Apple are employing like quite a lot of people. So, um, And Amazon is employing quite a lot of people. So I don't really know how it all stacks up. But it seems like if you get the mega server and you get this control of access to information and goods and services and stuff, you have both people reliant on you, you have the customers and the sellers reliant on you, and um, you just become immensely powerful. Yeah, and also, um, yeah, I guess no person or thing has had access to so much information before. Mm. You know, like the amount of information that Google has is totally insane. Yeah. So, I don't know if it's, it's probably so hard to do anything with as well, but yeah, it's quite interesting that a corporation can have that much stuff. And, uh, Remember those, uh, there was those rumors that Zuckerberg was going to run for president? Mm. And um, people were saying like, I wonder if all of the data on Facebook could like give you this insane unfair advantage it probably would if you could find a way of crunching it reliably to like um you would i mean but the thing is is it it depends this is the whole thing as well it's like well what does the person actually want like if they can be played really easily i guess say you yeah like this is why i think this whole thing about we'll understand our own psychology better because there's going to be, say there's these problems that I'm just like, don't know if they actually exist or not, but there's talk about them anyway, that you can kind of use, uh, say you could just use hatred as an emotional kind of tool to get votes. Yeah. Yeah. And it, if, it could just, if there's enough studies done about this kind of thing, then it will just be, become so clear that, like, 
you know, our interaction with media could be really unhealthy for that reason. And it will just become so obvious that what's happening is there's part one part of our brain is just really responsive to a certain kind of um, media that's not necessarily true, you know? Yeah. And then we'll just be like, okay, we need to actually do something because basically you can hijack people's common sense in some sense. Yeah, humans are hackable. Yeah. But if you but if you could just understand in what ways, then it'll be... Then it'll change our behaviour, you know, because I guess as well it could be cool if even our online experience was changed, if they were just like, look... You were just you sat here for like three hours, <laughs> and, and you are. You, <laughs> we know that you're just avoiding doing this or something. Yeah, yeah. You're just playing video games or whatever on yeah. Google Stadia, and they're like, "Hey, I just noticed you had this uh, thing in your to-do list, <laughs> and uh, it relates to your girlfriend, and she sent you a few messages. So, uh, <laughs> what you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah." Yeah, but most companies make money from you consuming more things. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that is essentially the problem. Yeah, I yeah, no, it's interesting. It's interesting. I, I think we are getting to that point where it's like that all this stuff that's come out about the Russians uh, and the election in America where they... You hear about this when they supposedly set up rallies. Uh, I haven't actually researched it. Just someone was chatting to me about it the other day. But apparently they set up rallies between... They get like the Black Lives Matter people in one Facebook group and then they would be arranging a rally, and then they would say, uh, get a Blue Lives Matter group, and then get them fired up, and then put them, coincidentally, do a rally at the same time in the same place. And then obviously none of the organizers turned up because they were all just Russian, you know, uh, whatever you want to call those people. Instigators, yeah. shit stirrers. Um, <laughs> kind of. So Criminals, international criminals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so they are um, they are hacking the human brain. They are hacking the system. If that's all true, and if that was actually significant, mm. because I do think with a lot of this stuff, I think people were pretty keen to attribute technology and social media. Like with the Arab Spring, I think everyone was super keen to talk about how positive social media and Twitter was, but. I don't know, there's probably a lot of factors going into it. But um, we're going to have to figure out, as individuals as well, we'll have to figure out how to like defend ourselves. Mm. It's, it's kind of interesting, like, why is it so popular? You know? Why is that social media? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, a lot of this really successful shit is about human connection, right? Yeah. I mean that like that's why people every time like I like look I, I'm just gonna say I like looking at people's phone screens like I mm. like to see what people are up to on the tube or whatever curious and uh, everyone's got their thousand pound iPhone 10s and they're just WhatsApp machines they just literally they do WhatsApp and Facebook yes it is. and Instagram yeah. so you got the supercomputer in your pocket and all you're really doing is is texting people basically and watching a gif of like a cat doing something stupid. <laughs> you only really yeah you don't you don't need you need nothing. It's just so stupid. Yeah, In but like all the, 
you just need WhatsApp and then you need YouTube probably if you're just like what yeah. do you actually do no one's really doing anything <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah well I think uh, another thing that could potentially be interesting is how are people going to like neuro let's take Neuralink as an example right if you've got some kind of brain machine interface what would it be like to communicate with someone Mm. Can you imagine the platform wars? Can you imagine people being like, oh, Apple iBrain is shit, I use <laughs> Imagine if we literally couldn't talk to each other. Because <laughs> I had an iBrain and you had a Android brain or something. <laughs> Announcing Brain OS. <laughs> Yeah, don't know. But yeah, just a matter, like we have to talk. I have to send data to you by talking, making a sound. I have to make a sound, I have to make a bunch of sounds. Do you remember when um, you had dial-up and then you'd get on the internet and it would make all those weird noises? Because mm-hmm. it literally was sending information by making sounds over the phone line. Like that's how a, in, a web page would load. It would just be, it would be ones and zeros which get converted into weird sounds which gets sent over an analog phone line and then turned back into ones and zeros. That's basically what's happening uh, with what we're doing right now. But imagine if we're just neuro-linked in. The whole podcast is done in like five minutes. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) We basically won't be human if this happens. It'll be something else. Like you you couldn't define us as a human. Because it would be such a different experience. Because the thing is, what we do is now is like we're still kind of quite cavemanish in some ways. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, mm. what also will be interesting to see is know. if we like a lot of this stuff just makes us like s- cavemans on cocaine, basically. So it'll be interesting to see if. Um, when we do all this stuff, whether we'll actually get more sophisticated or whether we'll just get better at... Like, what do we do with technology? We just... Well, I mean, there's obviously a lot of different stuff, but a lot of it is connecting with people. Mm. And, um, and you know, you've got, st- like, you've got stuff like porn. Like, porn is a new technology, right? Um, having unlimited access to porn in your pocket... Within reach, within reach, any within thirty seconds, you could be looking at porn at any point in the day. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's just like absolute. That is the like the least evolved thing. <laughs> someone I someone I know said um, at their work they kind of actually stalking what they were doing. Oh yeah, yeah, they do track a lot of time. And people, they? some people were watching porn at work. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder what the deal was. <laughs> I wonder, are, they, are they okay? Yeah. Prob- probably not, right? If you're watching porn at work, like, that's a pretty weird thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just the irony of, like, VR porn. It's, like, the most intensely impressive technological achievement. And we're just using it for, like, <laughs> the most apish. <laughs> the thing we could possibly be doing 
It's kind of great when you think about it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about human beings is that's so interesting is that we're just like in one way insanely intelligent and in another way just totally retarded. Yeah. Like, unbelievably retarded. Because even- we're just basically animals, so like obviously the things we want to do are totally retarded in that way. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like when you're on Facebook and you're scrolling through and there's just like some dog like falling over or something. It's like the intense amount of technology that's <laughs> <laughs> just like flying through the air, through the fucking air from like this tower that goes into these pipes that like go under the Atlantic Ocean to like this massive warehouse of huge supercomputers that like, you know, and then it's like <laughs> and in in like a fraction of a second it just shows you like some titties <laughs> <laughs> it's really really high quality just <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah 3D titties <laughs> it's people like in um, MIT and uh, DARPA who are just the greatest minds that we have and this is mostly what we use it for. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think... I think, personally, I'm not sure this... Obviously, I'm not an expert in any way, but I'm not sure yeah. this AI like thing is going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> okay, interesting. Anytime soon, sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. I was 30. Yeah, fair enough. Because, um, I don't know... I, I know people who... Well, I mean, I've seen, like, yeah, just some of this stuff, like machine learning stuff, but it's not, it's not that, it's not insane. It's not, it's not that insane at all. So, I don't know whether really insane shit's happening, but. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. You know, and we, like, in my job, like, a lot of things that people want to talk about is personalization, and I'm up for it, but. So I think it's I think it's two things like I think a lot of the good personalization you don't realize it's happening mm. because you just like you don't think about it mm. um but you see a lot of bad personalization like Amazon trying to get you to buy another thing of the thing that you've already bought you know um it's like well why would I need two of those things yeah um or you know you look at something on the website and it just follows you around everywhere um, so yeah but I don't know I haven't seen that much I'm just based on what I do know which again I'm like as far away from an expert as you can be I just don't see why it's not eventually going to happen I think it's literally just a case of time there's some well I think there's some obscure argument that yeah this mathematician was making I can't about pattern recognition or what, and the amount of computational power or something that's required? No, it was... I can't remember how he was suggesting it, but it, it was... He, he basically made this problem that a computer couldn't solve. Yeah. But he, but he could. <laughs> yes, but then, like, you mean any... Sorry, you mean a computer today, or does he mean theoretically any computer? No, like any... Because it, it basically, you can define what computation is. 
it's to like yeah. you follow these processes kind of thing and a computer will always be doing that in some way and then you yeah. can then try and make a problem that's not computational but has an answer yeah and then if you can do that then yeah and there was some kind of pattern thing i can't remember what why it was like an infinitely recurring pattern of some specific type it was like a really mm. obscure like specific example or something you know yeah that and that's why he thinks he's pretty like famous mathematician called sir roger penrose yeah yeah and he he thinks that somehow intelligence is because uh, you can because we can solve these type of problems that there might be and it looks like you can basically set up like what law the what a computation can actually do like you can kind of just look at what it can actually do yeah and, and he thinks that there's some kind of limit basically yeah but we seem to be able to do some things despite the limit. So he thinks intelligence might be working somehow differently. Yeah. <clears throat> but that doesn't mean we couldn't build a machine that does it. It just means that like, what we call computation now might have a limitation. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I think we're gonna. I reckon that we could um, that like maybe. When we better understand just like, human beings in general, like what we why we're doing stuff, that maybe things like. Um, nas nationality and stuff will become really unimportant. Yeah, because it's clearly just like it's obviously like fictional, you know, in some sense. Yeah. So. Mm, yeah, I don't know if it's if it can last. If it's if something's totally just not true, in some sense, can it, how long can it? <laughs> Doesn't Yeah, so I think it's something here which is like also about um, potentially having a more like global society. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, what is going to happen? We have all these problems which are about us being excessive and not having control, which are caused by this idea of the tragedy of the commons in the sense that. It's like difficult for us to tell China or India to stop making coal power stations mm. because they want to be competitive globally and, you know, they can also turn around and say, well, you guys are going to fuck things up. So, like, why should we put ourselves at risk and be less competitive? Um, so there is an argument, I think, to say, well, like, we need some sort of uh, way of cooperating and maybe that needs to be some kind of global government like if we're going to fix any of these problems yeah I mean I think I don't obviously 
it is possible that the best way to run things is just with nation states for some reason. Yeah. Um but I don't know. Definitely just being really like selfish in that <laughs> or like yeah, I don't know. I just I just think it the trend is towards globalism. Yeah. More than being isolated. Like the if you look at what happens Humans just live in bigger and bigger groups as well. So maybe we'll live in even bigger groups. Yeah. Like just insanely large cities. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But that would... It's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting how we've got to this point. Okay. Yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> the future... The future. I mean, there's, there's going to be some dope shit. I think uh, I'm up for some medicine. I want to. Um, I want to just run really fast, and I want to regenerate from injuries. I want to stem cells. I want to get injected with stem cells if I have an injury. I want to. I want a new eye. I just want an entirely new eye. I think that's possible. I actually think that's very possible in my mm, lifetime. It, it could actually happen. Um, I want I, the, I want the claws of a leopard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say Megadon. <laughs> yeah, that as well. Just put loads of stem cells in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't want Megacorp. <laughs> I don't want Megacorp. I don't. We want should create people. a company called Megacorp. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we maybe we just need to become Megacorp. Megacorp is inevitable. We mm. might as well be it. We're like the black guy in Terminator who uh, creates Dyson or whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, he, he he basically he he's trying to do something good. I can't remember what it, it why, but he makes a chip like a microchip, <laughs> <laughs> and so the Terminator just tries to kill him basically. Tries to go. They try and go back into the past to kill this dude. Yeah. I mean, sorry, he's already there, and they just like the woman's just Sarah Connor's just like we can just go and kill the guy who made the the first. Oh yeah, I remember that. He's with his family and his kid, and it's like he's actually yeah. right. But they stop him. I mean, she, yeah. the, the little kid stops him. Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just ruined everything for you. Yeah, if anyone wanted to watch that, you really messed up. Um, yeah, I think. Um, wow, where were we going with this? I don't know. Can't remember. <laughs> I also think that, like, I don't understand why connecting everyone more together through things like WhatsApp and Facebook has just made us. I don't know if it's made us more stupid, but we're certainly not looking good right now. Like, we have. If you go on social media and look at what's on there, it's not pretty so i don't i don't know what's going on there i think maybe what's happened is this is complete speculation obviously as per yeah. but <laughs> yeah on basically brain. there's part of our brain that's retarded like really next level retarded yeah agree and if you manipulate it by like stimulating it then it's like really powerful because it's almost overwhelmed like 
basically, yes, to some extent, my, say, my goal in life, right? Yeah. Whatever it is. Say it's like, yeah, I, I kind of want to do some good shit, you know, like maybe help some people or something. But like at the same time, I have really animalistic desires. Yeah. Like obviously, like I basically, yeah, want to eat stuff, have sex with things, <laughs> females, <laughs> um, things, you know, like go to sleep. And their yeah. primary desires that like basically totally overwhelm everything else to some extent. So yeah. if you can like, or like even maybe like tribalism, like it's probably over, it's probably like, like you're inclined towards those things really strongly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's like getting in, like for instance, like the prevalence of porn is obviously just to do with the fact that one of the main desires like humans have is sexual so yeah yeah it's like yeah you could i don't know use it this thing for good or whatever but at the same time that's why i think that if we understand like okay this is my behavior is really like uh can be influenced strongly yeah and then go from there because that can also be a positive thing as well because you could just be like if you know that it doesn't have to be negative it could just be like look i am it's actually hard for us to have an argument about something because i will react this way like i'm going to basically go blind to the information you're telling me yeah or whatever it is like or we're listening to this person because Basically, everyone's being pussy in disguise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're yeah. Making completely changes away from to like more rational potential. Yeah, yeah. You could be like, you could be a person who's saying like, I can see why this Trump guy is like getting to me in a positive way because of these things, yeah. but I'm not gonna like let that. Well, at least I'm gonna try and. I'm aware of it so I can do something about it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Alright. That's good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> Self-review. That was a five-star. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a five-star. Come on, people. What do you want? <laughs> That's the best we've got. <laughs> I'm an artiste. I'm an artiste. <laughs> That's as good as it gets, people. If you don't like that, then fucking listen to another podcast. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> cool. Okay, yeah, sweet. Let's uh, return next week. Yeah. Till then. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye.